Greetings and welcome to the Prometheus Project Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Pist. Thank you for joining me on this exploration of creativity. You know, I was just reading recently about a school here in the United States that has decided it's going to ban the Harry Potter series. Get it right out of the library. And it made me think that, you know, this is something that seems to happen a lot here in the U.S. I'm not sure about in other countries, but it seems like every year, or at least every couple of months, somebody is trying to ban a book or piece of art or something. And it got me thinking about obscenity in art. And so that's going to be our topic today. You know, as long as there's been art, there have been people offended by it. The reasons for being offended may vary. But it's usually because it's disturbed someone's sensibilities. You know, as an artist, I'm a proponent of freedom of speech. No one should be prohibited from expressing themselves. And I'll admit that I don't necessarily care for every piece of art that's created. But that's not an insult to the artist. It's just that what they've created doesn't appeal to me. No harm there. And just because I may not like it doesn't mean that other people won't. And just because I don't like it doesn't mean that no one else should be able to see it. What I have a problem with is when people don't like a piece of art and feel that because their sensibilities are offended, then everyone should be offended. You know, life doesn't work that way. If you don't like a piece of art, something hanging on a wall or sitting on a bookshelf or playing on your radio, then simply walk away, change the dial, turn it off. I don't understand why some people feel the need to try and ban artists or works of art. The funny thing is, is that when they do, they usually end up getting more publicity for the piece. Here's an example for you. Back in the early 1990s, I wrote a magazine article about a Robert Maplethorpe exhibit that was going to be held at the Contemporary Art Center in Cincinnati, Ohio. The gallery that was going to host the exhibit was under fire from a local group named the Citizens for Community Values who felt that the Maplethorpe photos were offensive and didn't want them to be displayed. The gallery, of course, was fighting this as it made its way through the courts. Now, if you aren't familiar with Maplethorpe, he's a brilliant photographer, and he was known for some interesting subjects. Celebrities, both male and female, uh, nudes, and still-life images. However, the controversy, in this case stemmed from his BDSM-themed and homoerotic photos. He shot a lot of his controversial photos in the late 1970s and early 1980s, when the LGBT subculture was becoming more public, and there's a lot of pushback from the religious and conservative communities. In Cincinnati, the controversy split the city between those fighting for freedom of speech and those who felt that what they considered obscene had no place in their community. And this is the tricky part, the definition of obscenity. Now, I won't go into all the history of Supreme Court decisions and lawsuits. That goes back decades. The summary is that it's up to the local community to determine if an exhibit is deemed to be, quote, utterly without socially redeeming value, unquote, and lacks, quote, serious literary, artistic, political, or scientific value, unquote. In order to determine if the work of art in question meets these definitions, one must apply contemporary community standards. So, basically, if the average person in your community would be offended by the work, then it can legally be deemed as obscene. 
The result of this decision by the court is that something can be considered offensive in one place, but not in others. What ended up happening was that the director of the art center was charged and tried for obscenity. However, the jury didn't agree and acquitted the director. Of course, the free publicity ended up bringing more than 80,000 people to the exhibit, probably more than would have shown up without all the press attention. But this also brings up a couple of questions for discussion. What is obscene when it comes to art? And should art be censored? The first question is a tricky one. If you apply the Supreme Court's obscenity test, then you're going to get inconsistent results because it's going to depend on the community. New Orleans, for example, is probably going to be more open-minded than Topeka, Kansas, when it comes to an exhibit of Maplethorpe's photos. What it really comes down to is what do you think about the piece of art, the book, the music? In my opinion, obscenity is similar to comedy in that it's subjective. I find Monty Python to be hilarious, but I know people who can't stand that type of comedy. You may find a specific stand-up comedian to be brilliant, but I might find them annoying. Personally, I enjoy Maplethorpe's photos, even the ones that get people upset. I have no problem with nudity, erotica, kink. It was his way of expressing himself, his interests, his obsessions, so I can't find fault with that. Although I'll admit that I can understand why someone with more conservative views might not feel comfortable with viewing his photograph of a man with a bullwhip in his ass. But just because it makes someone uncomfortable, does that make it obscene? Of course not. I'm probably not a good example to use because I'm not easily offended by art. I don't believe that Michelangelo's Statue of David or Rodin's The Kiss are obscene, but there are people who do. I don't think that Tom Sawyer or Tropic of Cancer are obscene, but people still try to get them banned from schools and from libraries. And taking Tom Sawyer as an example, there are people who claim the language used in Tom Sawyer is offensive. Yeah, I can see that when you view it from a modern perspective, it can be considered obscene. But at the same time, Tom Sawyer is a period piece. It reflects the sensibilities and mentality of the time. Should we ban it because it uses language we no longer find appropriate? Or should we continue to read it because, one, it's a damn fine story, and two, because it's a reminder of how we used to be as a society? We can't erase the past or forget it, so we should keep it on our shelves and let people read it. As for the question about whether kids should read it in school, I think they should because it can be used to teach and educate. Yeah, I'll admit, there are extreme cases where art pushes the envelope. There's a <laughs> piss Christ in which an artist put a crucifix in a jar and then filled it with his own piss and took a photo of it. Obviously, Christians were upset about this and found it obscene. However, the artist, Andre Serrano, claims he meant no blasphemy or offense with this piece. He says he's a practicing Catholic. His stated explanation is that it alludes to the commercialization of Christian icons. Personally, I don't find it offensive, but I can see how others might. Are either of us right or wrong? It depends on your perspective. Obscenity in art is a tricky business. 
One of the things I find interesting is that in many cases, people try to ban the same things over and over. Books are a good example of this. How many times has Catcher in the Rye been banned from public schools and libraries? How about To Kill a Mockingbird? The Color Purple? Over and over and over again. Someone complains, something gets banned, there's a court challenge, then the book is back on the shelves. The only ones who make out on this scenario are the lawyers, and the taxpayers foot the bill. The funny thing, at least to me, is that the entire process of banning something has an interesting side effect. Specifically, free publicity for the work in question. The Streisand Effect in Action. If you aren't familiar with that term, it was coined back in like 2005 when the entertainer Barbara Streisand tried to get photos of her home removed from the internet. The act of doing this only attracted more attention to the photos, and as we all know, or should know, once something is posted on the internet, it's there forever. But it's true that the free publicity, the news reports, magazine articles, blog posts, all increase awareness of the work and, in turn, increases sales or views. Even bad publicity is better than no publicity. It wasn't that long ago that I saw Catcher in the Rye was being challenged in some school district here in the U.S. It made me realize, you know, I hadn't read that book in quite a while, so I went out and bought a copy. You're welcome, Mr. Salinger. Okay, those are my thoughts on obscenity and art, with a bit of censorship thrown in for good measure. Now, this is a topic I could talk about for hours, but I'll spare you, for now. I'll come back to this topic in a future episode, explore it a little bit more. Okay, so I had to think about the challenge for this episode. My first thought was to suggest you create something obscene, but I don't want anyone to get in trouble. Instead, I'm going to challenge you to find a work that has been challenged as being obscene. It could be a book, a photo, painting, a movie, an album. But find a piece of art that's been challenged and or banned. Then read it, view it, watch it, listen to it, explore it. Try and understand why it was challenged. Think about how this piece makes you feel. Does it offend you? make you think? Does it inspire you to try something new? I believe that in many cases, people are offended by something because they just don't understand it. If you view some of Maplethorpe's photos and you aren't offended, then try to take some time to look at them from someone else's perspective. If you are offended, try and look at it from the perspective of someone who isn't. Seeing things from another angle can give us some striking insight into human nature. All right, as always, I'd love to hear from you on this topic or anything else related to this podcast, or creativity in general. Catch up with me at richardbiss.com or on Twitter. I look forward to hearing from you, and I'll talk to you next episode. Cheers. <laughs>